I'm very, very, very happy to see you. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm I'm tired, I think. But um, what have you been on? Just work stuff, you know how it goes. Yeah, it's just a bit of a mad one, but it's 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 good to see you. You're looking sunny, like sunny and bright. Yeah, I'm in Bath at the moment. I'm going Glastonbury tomorrow. What Glastonbury? 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 Well. <laughs> I don't know why there's three Glastonburys in my mind, but yeah. yeah. Oh, is, it, is it back on? Yeah, this year it's back. It's like, I think it's three years off or two years. No, three years off. I got these tickets three years ago. Oh, shoot. So it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time waiting. We give thanks. Yeah, we definitely do. Who's the headlining act? Uh, Kendrick Lamar's headlining. No, no, no. Take me. Take you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wake up to it. No, he's doing Sunday night. Um, Paul McCartney's doing Saturday, Billy Eilish is doing Friday, but there's plenty of amazing people playing. Sims is doing a big set. Koji Radical's doing a big set. Parcelli is doing a big set. There's some serious, serious players. Okay, so we're talking about the Lazarus Project here. I want a time loop back to <laughs> whenever tickets were on sale and I totally missed the freaking plot. Okay, let me do my check. Hi, this is the Queer Jam V, founder of the British Blacklist. And I'm here, okay, I'm here with someone who last time I spoke to him wasn't great at introducing himself. I want to see if he's got better at introducing himself. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> how are you how are you collecting the receipts like this <laughs> it's my job my name is my name is Papa Estiadu I'm the star of Sky's biggest new show The Lazarus Project and I'm buzzing to be here to be talking to the British Blacklist again that was so on point I can't even <laughs> hope that was that was beautiful because last time you were kind of more like yeah you know I'm just this actor <laughs> <laughs> this time I love it I love it I love it it's energy yeah, no, no, no. new year new me innit yeah, one, 100%, 100%. How are you? Like, for real, for real, how are you? For real, for real, real good, you know? It's, um, summertime is my is my jam. This is my season, you know? The sun's out, the melanin's popping. I'm feeling good. I'm really, really happy that the show is finally out. It's been a long time in the coming. We made it over a year ago. Mm. And you spend so much time thinking about the different uh, responses to it. And the response has just been, like, pretty unanimously positive. So very, very proud of everyone's work. What's it like when you know you've got something that you feel like it's hot, it's, it's going to be so, what, what you expect it to be so well received and you've got to sit on it for an for a year. What's that timeline look like waiting for it to come out? Yeah, it's funny because you when you're shooting it, it's all you think about, it's all you care about, it's all you talk about, it's your everything, right? And then you finish filming it and the editor, director, the producers go on to post-production. As an actor, you actually leave it and you end up forgetting everything. You forget your character. You forget the story. You forget what the hell a time loop even means. And then about a year later, you end up doing press again. And you have to talk about it as if you know what's going on. <laughs> Often, my guess is as good as yours. But with this one, it was um, it was a real special one. And I'm really proud of what the cast and what Joe and what the directors have combined together to make. I think it's, it's, it's really special. No, it really is. I guess, you you know, your character, George, if you can remember anything about George, tell us what it is about him that when you read the script, you were like, yeah, I can do a bit of George. I can do George. Look, I was a fan of Joe from day because I, I loved Giri Hadji, which was a show he did on um, Netflix and the BBC a few years back. Um, the thing about George, I, I love him being an ordinary person that got put in an extraordinary circumstance, you know, 
there was something about him that I think many people, including myself, could relate to of like being plunged into a situation that you would never have expected. And what would you do if suddenly you were James Bond? Or what would you do if suddenly you were part of like a top secret international organization and people were telling you you were pretty good at what you did? You'd be gassed. But then he gets put into a situation where that's called into question and he's got to think about what sacrifices he's willing to make to protect that. So I just thought it was a very um, real conflict at the centre of his story. Well, what would you do if you were plunged into that? What would you be like, George? Just be like, okay, I'm going to go with it. It seemed, because watching the first episode, it seemed like though um, George was kind of like, what the hell is this? There was a kind of, I don't know if, and I'm, I'm projecting onto the character, there was an underlying sense of, well, I'm supposed to be here. There's always been something a bit off about my life. So this makes sense. I don't know if that's going to be more evolved or explored throughout the series. Yeah, throughout the series, there's actually, there's a more personal thing that he's been asked to swallow, I think. <laughs> and the thing about George is, it turns out he kind of can't. But it's more to do with that contrast between the individual or the greater good. So do we end up doing what is right for us or do we end up doing what's right for everybody? That's the big thing, because I think in there's a bit of love story in there as well and saving that person that's dear to you, you know, throwing myself into it because, you know, why not? Think about who would I save? It's that thing like, who do you save when you're on the boat? Like, is it your mum, your yeah. grandma? And yeah, yeah. think about all those things and save humanity or save the person dear to you. And it's that sense of, I guess, of holding on to something that makes your life more real in such a surreal moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It also talks to like how important those personal relationships are to us, you know, like we all connect to this idea of morality or ethical purity or whatever. But when it's your family, when it's your loved one that's put in danger, often there is no limit to the lens people will go to protect that. I feel like we're at a time we are we're not even I feel like I think we are in a time where everyone's looking for answers because the world is a little bit nutty and yeah. we're experiencing things that are beyond our comprehension at times. But I feel like our art is, re- I, I've always felt like art really does reflect our mood. It's its a manual for like, I mean, and sometimes it's a bit foreboding and pre-warning. How do you feel about the Lazarus Project? Or when projects like this come your way, is it a little bit scary? I've, I'm asking everyone that are in these sci-fi spaces because I feel like we could pick up some tips. And I don't know if we always listen to the tips, but it's a bit yeah. weird. I don't know if the Lazarus Project provides a manual for how we should be, but like it definitely is scary how clairvoyant certain uh, storylines have been in the fact that, so I mean, like Joe started writing this series six years ago, a very brief storyline where there's a global pandemic where everybody's coughing and wearing masks, etc. He wrote that way before Corona became a thing. So I think with shows like this, if the math really be mapping, you can actually like trace backwards to trace forward into the events that we're dealing with today. And Joe seems to have a real talent for that, which is kind of scary. I suppose with every project, you must be left with something good or bad. What has Lazarus Project left with you in playing George? So left for me, um, that the world is chaotic, that no matter how much you try to exert a level of control over it, do you know what I mean? So like G- George really, really tries to exert a level of control over his life and his the life of the people around him, but it doesn't ever end up going the way that you expect it to. So no matter how much you can put on it, this kind of butterfly effect idea, there's a hundred million, billion different things and variables that are actually going to stop it from happening the way that you expect it to. So what's the point in planning anything, right? 
<laughs> that makes sense. What's the plan of, point of planning anything? What's the point of going to Glastonbury without me? I feel like this is this is. There, I mean, I would say there's no point, and it will, and I didn't plan it that way. But hey, if you can somehow get around this train strike and get um get an Uber or something down to Castle Kerry, I, I promise I'll I'll smuggle you in in my in my rucksack or something. Brilliant, and I fit in rucksacks quite perfectly. So this is the plan. <laughs> Before we uh, before we go, I think um, I did some getting to know you last time, and I just wanted to check if you're still in the, on the same page because your last book was Open Water by Caleb, and I actually started reading. I've been reading. I'm reading about five books on the go, and I started yeah. reading, and it is beautiful. You you said it was beautiful, and it is beautiful. Are you? Yeah. Um, what are you reading now? You know what? I'm just started reading a book called The Outrun because um, there's there's a film that's being made of it that I'm going to be in, so. It's a it's a beautiful book by Amy Liptrot, which is kind of like um, semi-autobiographical that deals with the ideas of addiction and where we come from and how that molds the person that we end up being. But it's beautiful. I'll right, check that out. And you were watching Atlanta last time we spoke. What are you watching? Yeah, yeah. Um, the question normally is, what are you? What can you watch on repeat or have watched on repeat? Whenever it's on, you watch it all the time. And the answer yeah. last time was Atlanta. All right. Well, what I'm watching right now, I just, I, well, I'm just about to finish watching the second series of a show called Love Life, which is on BBC and HBO. And the second series stars, oh, I'm going to get her name wrong. I think her name's Jessica Williams. Do yeah. you ever watch Two Dope Queens? Yeah, 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 Jessica. Yeah, I love yeah. her. Yeah. And William Jackson Harper, who I think is probably most famous for The, the Good Place. Brilliant. It's a brilliant kind of that meditation on love and relationships in the time that we are and how race and interraciality and all of that kind of intersects with it. It's, I think it's a beautiful piece of work. Ah, so I remember seeing about that and not following up. So yeah. okay. those ones that I think has kind of like gone under the radar a little bit, but yeah. I think it's brilliant. So I would recommend anybody to watch it. Okay, that's on my list. Um, your music, your go-to music was Kanye. Is it still Kanye? Kanye's had a bit of a moment, isn't it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of I'm in Glastonbury Prep, in it. So I've been I I went back to Section Eighty with uh, Kendrick, okay. and kind of went all the way through uh, Good Kid, Mad City, Pimp a Butterfly, Dam, and now it's more around the Big Steppers. So um, if you see if if the camera pans to me in the in in the crowd, you know I'm going to be hollering every single last right, syllable. Right. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like he's coming to um, London in November around. Yeah. That's my birthday month, so I feel like he's coming for me. I know he yeah. is. I'm you need to, need to make people make sure people have got you there because yeah. I'm going to be. Well, I have to be. I have to be. And also, yeah. and the last thing, actually, you mentioned Kendrick. Um, your stage, a lot. Like I said, I said the most impactful stage performance, and you had said it was Kendrick. Have you seen anything since on stage that's kind of got you, or are you just waiting for um for Kendrick to do it again at Glastonbury? Well, that's a really good question. I'm I'm sure I have seen someone or something on stage since then. Oh, it's going to come to me. It's one of my friends as well. Oh, God, this is kidding me. Because I, I remember saying to someone that, oh, yeah. So I saw my friend Jesse in, in Cabaret. They did a musical Cabaret. In the, I think it's still on right now. But my friend Jesse Buckley played uh, Sally Bowles in that and blew me away differently, both in terms of, you know, like vocal capability and just like emotional commitment to 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 the role. She was that was one of the best things I've ever seen. So, Jessie's super talented. I, I love her as an actress, and she has got the range for the vocals. So definitely. Okay, 
you're giving some good gems. You've actually upgraded your getting to know you to even more getting to know you. Um, last mm. thing, what's made you sad, mad and glad this week? What's made me sad is the weather forecast for the next weekend, because obviously I'm camping um, and I'm seeing a lot of percentages of rain on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, which is um, which is not going well for me, but we move. Um, what's made me mad, anything that I read about politics right now in this country. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad on how it's making us all turn in on each other, which is bad. But um, what's making me glad is the sunshine that we got today. Oh, my season and all I'm saying is long may it continue or at least continue until Monday morning next week. This is one of the reasons why I've avoided Glastonbury because mud, I have an aversion to mud and slosh <laughs> and can't cope with mud. But yes, all right, my love, I shan't hold you back any longer. Thank you so much for your time. I'm excited to watch the rest of Lazarus, um, Lazarus Project. It is great. I'm enjoying the first. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gripped already. And you. you know, I love your talent, baby. So well That's, done. I'll see you soon. Yeah, man, take care. Enjoy. Bye.